eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How about this offense then, Griff? Is it is it still is it still popping? Um, yeah. Even though even though they didn't have, you know, the biggest day statistically, it could have been a lot more. You know, you catch a couple more balls. Yeah, and that were catchable. As I said on the the podcast of Ty yesterday, uh, Pete Carroll said it could have been four or five touchdowns. I said that in the post uh, game live recap, like it could, it should have been really for Gino, and like the fact Gino still won Offensive Player of the Month when really it's been like a it's been like a few missed opportunities, not through his fault, but like there's been some near misses where you're like, oh, that was like almost a very nice touchdown pass, just out of bounds. I feel like. I mean, it's not been the worst uh, execution and and like missed moments, but it's definitely not been the peak that it could have been. And we we may see we may see a peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might. I mean, they still have a perfect game in them. It just hasn't quite happened yet. Um. Mm. So yeah, I I agree. Um, this game was was interesting because, and Shane Waldron said this in his press conference today, but he um. He said that the Giants were a similar pressure team as the Cardinals. And obviously we know yes. the Cardinals game, they couldn't really get anything going to the second half. And that was when they put together, that's when they played, you know, heavier personnel and stuff, right? The, the 12 and 13 personnel. Right, this right. game, they kind of opened the game with heavier personnel. And that said, they still didn't have exactly an offensive explosion in the first half. Um, but when they did move the ball, it was mainly under center play action out of that 12 and 13 personnel. And mm. they were, and that's, and that's a fine line because then that brings guys that invites more blitzes and, and harder protection to pick up. Like, like for instance, one of the sacks of Gino, where like they end up bringing like seven, um, yeah. 
and and you're, you've got a tight end on a on a primary edge rusher because that's how you protect that look. Right. Yeah. So no. For sure. Tough. So it 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 can help you, but it can also hurt you for the mm-hmm. same reasons. Um. So so it is tough. Um. Now, but there were still missed opportunities in that first half, like that third and ten. Now you're in third and ten, so things probably aren't going well for you on early downs, right? If you're in third and ten, but that that corner ball to uh, to DK where, where DK his arm was pinned, but I still think he. There are still some. I mean, I'm being too hard on DK. There are some receivers. No, that no, no. Bring, I bring I, that down. I well, like a a certain Tyler Lockett, right? Like, I think. Yeah. I think I'm, he catches that. Uh, his the his the uh, play. So. It was a really good play from Gino, where if I just pause it, at the right the moment. throws he made when he had pressure on him this game were absurd. The other one where where Tyler is just out of bounds, and that was really tough on Tyler too. The fact that he makes the catch is incredible, but DK lets that ball go so early with the pressure right on him, and he but to to make it the timing work, he puts so much arc on it. The fact that he placed it perfectly, like he's just dialed in. Um. But yeah, here's here's the DK play. The, the thing is, yeah, DK got his arm pinned, but there are some receivers that know how to fight that off and not get their arm pinned, and they make that catch. Like, because he gets separation, credit to him, but then he can't, like, maintain it. It was perfect placement from Gino. And Pete Carroll ran down the sideline, like, literally miming, like, his arm was pinned. Yeah, and his arm um, was pinned. Like, ticky-tack, you know, like, that. that's letter of the law that should have been called. Um uh yeah and and look look at Blythe getting bull rush that was probably Blythe's worst rep of the game he didn't have many I wonder if that's when he sprained his knee that's possible it looks pretty <laughs> angry look, right there look at Gina right there yeah that's the thing the he works in crowded as heck pockets and gets um, it out accurately he so re- remember how in the 49ers game when when he was getting pressured, he wasn't able to put the full force into the ball, and even the mm-hmm. Falcons game a little bit. I'm I'm seeing him accessing all of his power when he's when he's not able to step into the throw the way he wants to in the past weeks. I don't know if it's an emphasis thing, but ever since that Lions game, he's been doing it. Lions, Saints, uh, Cardinals, Chargers this this week, and you know who it reminds me of just at the the the, the throwing portion of it and only that not like all the processing and everything although there are there are some similarities is ryan Tannehill. the way ryan Tannehill gets some throws off where he stands super strong in the pocket with guys yeah, right yeah. on him and, just, like and just rips it like i have major respect for that aspect of Tannehill's game gino's doing that because they're both uh well actually how tall is Tannehill? he's six four right there you go this works yeah. then they both look kind of clunky and awkward doing it because they're, they're not like the, they're slimmer quarterbacks, right? And it, it can look a bit weird, but it's they're ripping it. And, yeah. and they're in the tight space and it, it looks claustrophobic, but they're ripping it. And, yeah. and they're accurate with it. It's a good, uh, good uh, comparison. Yeah. So, O-line-wise, both tackles did really well. Yeah, they again. did. Again. Yeah. Again. I feel like a lot of the issues were I mean, this is a nasty as hell. Nasty as hell kind of defense in terms of 
like for the O-line, you want to avoid pure dropback situations. And most of the issues were either in pure dropback situations or like under centre where, you know, you, you get the, the play action and the, you get a pressure and it's a tough matchup. But like most most of the pass protection issues that I saw were just a guard losing a two-way go in a one-on-one in a pure passing down. And heck, Gino can make that work still. Like he can step up sidestep uh you know some pressure if needs be obviously he's not um invincible but his pocket maneuvering is a definite yeah. skill at the moment so yeah what did, what do you see out of the offensive line um i think that they protected well i mean i agree with what you said um the it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas they had a lot of issues in the run game like they could not move dexter lawrence or, or leo williams um and oh also- my word L- lawrence is a well, both of them, yeah. That was unbelievable. Real stout stuff and just block shedding yeah. at really it, good times. And, and what's weird is that the Giants, surprisingly, they didn't actually have, like, their, their opposing they were bad, success right? rate is poor. And yeah. I think and the way I, I don't, like, maybe they have, like, internally, they have really good numbers in certain fronts. And, mm. you know, with Seattle playing heavy and then probably maybe being a little bit more conventional with that. Maybe like they actually perform better when they're more gapped out and fundamentally focused. Like maybe they actually have a good run defense inside them, but they just schematically don't tap into it or something. I don't know. But I was especially impressed by the way the second level moved. Like like we talked about on the recap, they made a lot of those last second tackles where it looked like uh, Walker probably had three runs where I think we all thought, oh, this could be one that he pops. Yep, yep. And then the the backside run through backside lever guy just comes through at the last second, makes that shoestring tackle, and it's like ah okay, two yards, three yards, or four. Yeah, they flew to the ball. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just a point of emphasis for them. Um, but like nothing worked. The the, the outside zone didn't work. The 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 gap runs didn't work. The gun changeup gap runs didn't work. You know, like nothing nothing worked. They couldn't get movement. Um. So it was just one of those. Um, it, but uh, now that said, on the you know you don't want to be in many dropback situations. What won the game for them, of course, or what what sealed the deal rather, was that Tyler Lockett um, uh, double move into the touchdown. I mean that was that was straight up a uh, like a uh, a full field progression. I think you had DK on a running an out route and then. Will Disley running across essentially like a wide cross progression, and Lockett is all the way on the back side of it now. But I think Gino knew that's where he was going pre-snap, though. He did. So that that's a really cool play because, as as he said in his press conference, Tyler gave him a hand signal, um, noticing that the the cornerback technique that was going to get played like a hard spot thing, and they worked that out pre-snap that okay, we're going to do the double move here. And again, the fact that you can't tell that Gino's looking for that immediately is really good at looking guys off. 
and and not like getting overly excited like oh i've got the look like he 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 he's honest he holds the post safety and that was a be- that that was one of the best drives in in seahawks history in in in, in of dino's uh amazing uh seahawks career so far where they they throw underneath they throw underneath and then they get them on the the double move where the route is very similar to metcalf's catch where it, or it looks very similar to metcalf's catch where he catches against uh it's basically cover four but it's um it's it's the kind of aggressive cover four that dk is getting where if i show you the cornerback is in like he's almost playing like box out trail technique is it's almost like two man like this and then there's the safety is a quarter but he's way over the top and he's way yeah. over like he's just playing dk it's 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 like a like basketball kind of style double yeah. and then what was so cool is the the locket catch comes on the double move where locket shows a, a similar kind of when i come back i'm gonna i'm gonna get you and <laughs> It's a double move, and the act, the 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 pass from Gino is superb. And you have to say as well, the Goodwin drop, which I at first I felt harsh calling that a drop, it is a drop. It goes through his hands. Yeah, Gino's got a lot of pressure coming in his face, and he he makes that accurate throw. I should say the pass section was good. It's just a shrinking pocket, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, Lockett's earlier uncharacteristic drop where. Gino's right on the money with that absolute dime. That's what we're saying. It could have been four or five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah and also, like, even though Goodwin dropped it, but that play really shows how tough a cover he is because the corner was just off, and and Goodwin doesn't do anything special at the top of the route where he starts to break or bend a no, little he just, bit. He just runs. He just, outrun, he just outruns him. <laughs> He's just very fast, and the corner was not fast enough. Great analysis. Um. Like like here, Goodwin just gains on him the whole time, and yeah, because the corner started like here, uh, like uh, seven yards off, one yard outside. Like you should be able to play top down on a an over route where there's not much deception. He's just running down the field, but nah, yeah. Goodwin's just Goodwin's an Olympian. Just, like see you later, yeah. And unfortunately, he's got to be killing himself because he would have demonstrated. I mean. He's well, on the team. He doesn't need to be. He would have demonstrated so much ki- value. Maybe, maybe kicking that. himself, not not um, not killing himself. Did I say kill? Oh, that's you did, little... yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, slip I, of the tongue. Yeah, it was a little dark for me. Um, yeah. Kicking himself. Um, because it was just, the ball was perfect, so very frustrating. And he did what he needed to do to score the touchdown up until catching it. So He did. That's frustrating for him. And that this is the this is the sort of thing which is big to hit as well, because there's no post safety. Like they're 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 running some kind of BS yeah. defense where they're like sending. They didn't even send that much prep. Well, actually, hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six. They sent seven. Um, <laughs> so it is kind of BS. And if you hit that, then it's like, you know, coach on the sidelines like, hey, coach, what what coverage was that? Um, why are we leaving Goodwin one on one with no uh, no coverage help? Uh, and Wink's like, "Oh, that's what we do." Yeah, but it puts some thought in their mind. The fact you miss it, then it's like, "Oh, we'll do a gat again." You're right. Now they do follow this up with two fourth down conversions, and then 
Geno Smith throwing a very anticipatory dig route. I think was it a mesh concept in the low red zone to DK Metcalf. Yes. So he threw so that that middle linebacker starts to melt with that second crosser and he's in the window by the time Gino starts his it throwing was, motion. That, that was absolutely beautiful that. And then absolutely. by the time he actually throws the ball it looks wide ass open. That's because he's in processing and anticipating. So 